welcome again beloved saints of god welcome to this week's message and we are continuing the series of searching for christ in the new testament and today's topic is abraham's sacrifice and that is based on genesis 22 but before we get into this message let us pray heavenly father we thank you for another day lord we give you all glory honor and praise lord jesus we lift up your name on high because you're worthy lord i place this message in your hands oh god i pray that your anointing will be all over it lord jesus i pray that you will allow your children to receive this word lord god let your will be done upon our lives oh god remove every distraction every blockage from 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 us lord god so that we can be in tune to your words and listen to the voice of your holy spirit that you will be done lord god glorify your whole name lord jesus this is what i ask in your name amen so today we're we're going to look at abraham's sacrifice right and that is found in genesis 22 now this series for those of you who have not heard about it i'm doing a series that um you know speaks about jesus in the old testament right it's a form of typology where we we whatever has happened in the new test in the whole testament it points to our lord and savior because remember he says that we should search the scriptures for him so that's what we're doing today and so we've gone through from the um the first part of genesis and now we're at the 22nd um chapter so we're looking today at abraham's sacrifice now abraham had his only son and so the lord god almighty wanted him to sacrifice his only son now when you look just by hearing the topic you will already understand what it points to that it points to god the father sacrificing his only son for us right and so whatever should take place in the new testament the lord our god god almighty the uncreated god he has placed it out in the whole testament so you can see from genesis right back where everything points to his son everything points to his son because the lord he told us right in scriptures search the scriptures because everything is written about him so today we're going to be looking at abraham's sacrifice oh the lord called abraham to sacrifice his son and let's see what happens right so verse genesis genesis 22 verse 1 says and it came to pass after these things that god did tempt abraham and said unto him abraham and he said behold here i am so the lord spoke to abraham we know that abraham and his wife sarah they could not have they could not have any children 
and so Sarah was, you know, as a woman, you cannot um, bear children for your husband. You're going to feel, you know, some some form of way because she knows that her husband desired to have children, but Sarah's womb was closed. She could not bear children, and so he called. She she told Abraham to go and you know get um had children with with her servant and that's what happened but you know that the god sent an angel to them to give them a message you know and sarah laughed because she was of old age they were both old and so we know that abraham had sons before isaac but in god's eyes isaac is his only son because what the covenant only involved Sarah, Abraham, and their children. It did not involve the servants' children because they weren't married, and they were they weren't married. And you know, whenever a person is not married, they have children outside of marriage. You know, the the covenant is not over them, and so they could not partake of that that covenant that was for Isaac and and his children so we are going to see because the bible says that our 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 created on our god says to abraham sacrifice your only son that means he did not see ishmael and the other children that abraham had with his wife with his with his servant as his son they were bastard children they weren't under the covenant of marriage and so God did not see them as part of, of, of his, his, his the covenant of our, our part of anything because they were outside they were bastard they did not belong under the covenant of marriage so they could not partake of the after in um, the inheritance right so Abraham God wanted to tempt Abraham, right? And so, if, you know, God had to find somebody here on earth who was willing to sacrifice their son, right? Before, you know, he could actually sacrifice his son, Jesus Christ. So, here, Abraham proved worthy because Abraham had such faith. Abraham loved the Lord so much that no matter what God told him, he would have done it. His only son, he waited for years to have with his wife. The Lord was tempted. He was trying him. Sometimes in life, saints of God, when we go through struggles, when we go through a hard patch, a, a, a rough road, sometimes it's God tempting us to see the kind of person that we are, to see our heart. He knows who we are already. And so before the temptation comes, he knows the result, what is going to happen. But he wants to try us, right? He wants to see what we are made of. And so when he brings trials, look at Job, for example. Look at Job. When the devil, you know, the sons of God at a meeting there, and the devil showed up, right, in heaven. And, and, and God says, where, where are you coming from? What are, what are you doing here? 
And he says that he's in the world walking to and fro the earth, right? So God said to him, have you seen my, my servant Job? And yes, the devil was looking at Job, right? And so the devil, he cannot see in the future, right? He does not know what is going to happen. He cannot read your future. Only God can do that. So don't believe that the devil can tell you what is going to happen. That's why when you go to people who do reading, future reading, hand palm reading, all those things are of the devil because they cannot see in the future. They cannot. They lie to you. And they probably have spirits that work out that situation to make it seem as if, you know, they're seeing in the future, but they cannot. Right? So when, 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 when Satan saw Job, I know this is a tough topic, but I just want to give you an example. When Satan saw Job, the Lord said, look at my servant Job, right? Satan say, says, yes, I see him. So, you know, God gave Satan authority to trouble Job, right? He gave him authority to destroy Job's life. But the thing is, Satan did. Satan knew he was going to bring power. He's going to bring force upon Job because he wanted Job to sin. He wanted Job to curse, right? He wanted Job to blaspheme. And so our God, our God Almighty, he knew the hand. He knew Job's heart. He knew what was going to happen, but Satan did not know. Satan only can know throughout the day, just like us, right? You know, probably we, we, we go to the days, but in the, we cannot know. So Satan had to bring force. And so all his cattle died, his sons, his children, they all died. And Satan said, if you lose everything, that man will curse you. Right? But our God Almighty knew Job. And Job did not sin. Even his wife tell him to curse his God and die. And he says, no. Job was faithful. So whenever you go through temptation, a rough patch, God is testing you to see the heart that you have, to see if you truly love him. So whenever things are happening in your life, just remember that it's God testing you. God is bringing you through a rough patch. Remember, we have to go through the refining fire to be strong. If you have not passed through the fire saints of God, you will not make it. You know, when you when you go through, when you go through the fire, glory, you're well processed, eh? You're well formed, glory to your name. You're well rounded, eh? Because you've gone through suffocation, you've gone through everything, and so when our things come to you, you would laugh at it, because you've you've already experienced hardship and suffering. You've already walked through the fire already. So here God wanted to test Abraham to see the heart that Abraham had, to see the love that he had for his God. And so we know that the, our God knew Abraham's heart. And so he was willing and ready. He did not question one minute saints. He was ready to offer his son. And he said, take now thy son, thine only son Isaac whom thou lovest and give thee into the land of Moriah and offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains which I will tell of thee now Abraham was to give his only son whom he lovest 
right? And so we know that our God, God Almighty, God the Father, He had to give His only begotten Son. He had to send Him here to die, right? It's the Bible says that it it pleases God the Father to bruise our Savior. Eh? It pleases God the Father to bruise our Savior. Why? Because He is such a holy God that if if the, the the perfect, he had to have the perfect sacrifice, which is his son. And so he had to go through pain. He had to go through torture so that all the things that we have done would, 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 would be, be, be crucified on the cross. And so we, we now have a chance to go back to him. Right? He says, take your only son, Isaac. Now we are going to do the comparison between Isaac and our Savior. Now we are going to go to Matthew 3 verse 17. Because the Bible speaks of God the Father calling our Messiah his only son. So Matthew 3 verse 17. That is when Jesus, you know, Jesus baptism. And it says, and lo, a voice from heaven saying, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. So here it says that Abraham should take his only son whom he loveth to give for a sacrifice on the mountains. And remember that Jesus was sacrificed on the mountain as well. Crucified on, on, on Golgotha. It's a mountain. Right? And so here Isaac had to go and make his sacrifice upon a mountain. And the mountain Mount Moriah and, and where Jesus was crucified, there's close by. So we know that everything that our God, God the Father does, it's, 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 like, a, it's like a path, a, road, a roadway, right? In New Testament, it, 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 everything that you see points to his son. He's telling us, but we just have to have heart. We just have to love the Lord for him to reveal his secrets to us. Right? So Isaac, both and Jesus, they both fulfilled promise. Right? So Isaac was the long promised son to Abraham. Right? So here in Genesis 12, verse 3, we see that the Lord promises, the Lord promises Abraham that he would have a child. Right? That he would have a child. And so we know that he was a long, he was the long promised son to God. And Jesus Christ was the long promised Messiah and Son of God. So here in John 1, it says that the word um in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God, right? And the and the word became flesh, you know, it manifested in flesh, right? So, as Isaac was a long-promised son to Abraham, Jesus was our long-promised Messiah. All throughout Old Testament, it speaks about the Messiah, right? Verse John 1 verse 14 says, And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Right, so we see that Isaac was. Uh, um, they both fulfilled promises, 
Isaac was fulfilled the promise that God gave Abraham and, and, and Sarah. And we know that from them, you know, the whole, the, the, the 12 tribes and everything came to being. And, met them, and Jesus was our long lost, was our long promised Messiah and the Son of God, right? Both of them were the only son of their father, right? <clears throat> Genesis 22 verse 2. It speaks of Isaac as his only son. Remember, I was saying that the, um, Abraham had children with his servant, but the Lord did not consider those children as part of his plan, right? Take now thy, thy only son, right? And in John 1 verse 12, it speaks of Jesus as the only begotten of the Father. I just read that, right? So... Both of them were loved by their fathers, right? So Isaac, um, Isaac was loved dearly by Abraham. And we know that our God, the Father, he loves our Messiah. He speaks all throughout. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased, you know? So here, the God is just showing us what he would have done, what he would do when, the, when our Messiah comes to the earth. In Genesis, he's already showing us that a father will have to give up his only son to sacrifice his only son. That's what it is saying here, saints of God. Our God the Father is showing from in Genesis that when one, one day a father, him, God Almighty, will have to sacrifice his only son. Abraham, he represents God the Father. Isaac represents Jesus. And so we see where both of them, they had, Abraham had to sacrifice his son. Whereas God the Father had to sacrifice his son. So it is comparison. The, our God the Father showing us that, you know, this is my plan. This is what's going to happen, right? To save the world, right? Both had three days experience, right? So Genesis 22, it says that, And Abraham rose up early, verse 3, in the morning and saddled his house and took, his, and took two of his young men with him and Isaac his son and clave the wood for burnt offering and rose up and went to the place of which God had told them. Then on the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place afar off. Right, so it took them three days to reach to Mount Moriah, and it took Jesus three days. You know, he he was on the cross. You know, he died and buried, and on the third day he rose. Right? Isn't it amazing, saints of God? When you search the scriptures and find out everything that points to our Lord, it is so 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 good. I so love this because everything points to him that's why he told the pharisees to search the scriptures but even if the pharisees who were learned men they could not find him why because the holy spirit is not inside of them if you don't have the holy spirit to teach you to guide you you will not be able to understand the scriptures so you have to ask the lord for the holy spirit so that he can bless you to lead you to teach you he is our teacher and so 
things that you don't know he will teach you things that you have learned already and you forgot he will remind you that's the holy spirit he is he's supposed to be your best friend he teaches us everything that you know when you go out to preach the word of god when you go to pray for somebody that is the holy spirit stirring inside of you because we cannot do this on our own we cannot do things of god by our flesh the flesh and the things of god are enemies so when you see you doing these things it's the holy spirit when he calls you to read your bible that that nudge go and read your bible that is the holy spirit you know go and pray go and fast right help that brother and sister over there pray for them ask if they are fine that is the holy spirit and he knows he is here because when our messiah went back he sent him to 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 be amongst us to teach us he will guide and protect us so you can when the the pharisees they could not even if they searched the scriptures they could not find our lord because they did not have the holy spirit inside of them right both were accompanied by two men so here isaac he says that abraham had Abraham took two of his young men and Isaac his son and we know that in Jesus was crucified with two two thieves right so we're going to go to Matthew 27 verse 38 to see the comparison Matthew 27 verse 38 and it says and there were two thieves crucified with him one on the one on the right hand and and the other on the left right so two men right so they place our savior my lord in between thieves you know everything that they did was to you know put on to put humiliation pressure and embarrassment upon him but you know it's for us he did it for us because he loves us right both carried their own both carried their own wood right it says that and abraham verse 6 and abraham took the wood of the burnt offering of the burnt offering and laid it upon isaac his son and he took the fire in his hand and a knife and they went both of them together so isaac had to carry his wood just as how jesus had to carry his cross right he had to carry his cross as well so we know that it, and our messiah commands us that you have to pick up your cross and follow me right whenever you're walking with him you cannot go without it he carried his cross so he's teaching us that we have to carry our cross as well right so everything that abraham and isaac did on that mountain it points to jesus christ and his sacrifice that he did for us Right, so um, Saint John 19, verse 17, and it says, And he bearing his cross went forth into a place called the place of skull, which is called in the Hebrew Gol- Golgotha. So Jesus had to carry his cross, that's why he commands us, Take up your cross and follow me. Right, Isaac had to carry his wood for his, for, to, to, for his sacrifice, right. What, what people believe is that Isaac was a child. But from my understanding and my studies, he wasn't. Because if you think about it, saints of God, everything points to 
God the Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And we know that our Lord was, you know, he was grown. He was, a, he was an adult. So I don't believe that um, Isaac was a child when he was sacrificed. He was big. He was a, probably the same age because that's how the Lord works. That's how God the Father works. He works. Everything is close or exact to his son. So I, do, I don't believe that um, Isaac was a child. For one good example, how could a child carry his wood to, 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 to the sacrifice? How could a child journey for three days to reach the Mount Moriah? He was not a child. He was a grown man because he carried the wood for his sacrifice. That means that he was strong. He was big. He was, he was, he was an adult. A child couldn't have done that. So we see here even that they were in the same age group as he was in the same age group as our Messiah because he carried the wood. He journeyed three days. He had two men beside him. He was, he was willing to, to lay down his life. He obeyed his father. Isaac was willing to lay down his life because he knew exactly what was happening. Saints of God. He knew, right? He knew. And he says that, verse 7, And Isaac spake unto Abraham his father and said, My father. And he said, Here I am, my son. And he said, Behold, the fire and the wood. But where is the lamb for a burnt offering? And Abraham said, My son, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So they both went to the, with both of them together. So Isaac realized what was happening. He was grown. He was an adult. But he did not refuse. Just as when Jesus he was sent here, he did not refuse to die for us, saints of God. He laid down his life. Right? He laid down his life. Right? Jesus submitted to his father's will and laid down his life for our sins. Luke 22 verse 42. You know our Messiah. He's such. He's such a. He's such a loving God. You know. When you see your life, how He has changed you from where you were. Sometimes you know you have to. You feel as if you don't deserve Him because He's such a good God. Saying, Father, if Thou will, right. Father, if thou, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. Right? So here, it was moments before. And, you know, he was... He was... Um, he was in agony because they said that it, the sweat that came from his forehead was blood. Great drops of blood. The Lord knew what was going to happen. He knew the, the pain that he was going to endure. That's why I said, Lord, if it's the will, let this cup pass from me, but not my will, but thine be done. Right? At that moment, you know, the human mind, you know, is, is anxious, everything like that, because he was, he was flesh. He was just like us, but he could see what was, he was going to endure. And so at that moment, he was, he was, he was going through a lot at that moment. And so he asked his father, but yet he said, thy will be done, right? It's not his, thy will be done. And it was, it was the Lord's will for him 
to be sacrificed for him to be um tortured for our sins right both brought back from the dead right so abraham verse 9 and they came to the place where god had told him of and abraham built an altar there and laid the wood in order and bound isaac his son and laid him on the altar upon the wood now isaac as i said before was a grown man and he did not rebel he did not say anything because abraham bound him and laid him on the altar upon the wood and abraham stretched forth his hand isaac still didn't say anything and took the knife to slay his son and isaac laid as the lamb to the slaughter that's how he, he was he went to the sacrifice as a lamb to the slaughter our messiah he went to be crucified as a lamb to the slaughter he did not say he did not utter a word he was just he he, he just compl- he did not utter anything he did not fight he did not he did not put up resistance he just went just as isaac he was a grown man his father bound him placed him on a halter had a knife in his hand and he just lay there because that had to show us that one person here on earth at the heart like our god the father who would sacrifice do you think parents do you think it is easy to take up your only son whom you love the most and sacrifice that's hard but abram when you love god that's what the bible says you have to eat everything you have to eat everything hating the not meaning hate but christ comes first and everything comes after that's a kind of hate so if he calls you to do this you go because you're not attached to anything you're not attached remember the bible says that the only person we should call father is our heavenly father here on earth we 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 will not call people here father remember the he says that my mother and my, my 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 brothers and my sisters are those who do my commandments the lord did not when he was on earth he was not bound to relationship here because he knew it was not of this world so he's teaching us that when we get attached to family members it they will hold us back right if if abraham though he loved his son was attached to to isaac that would have been a barrier for him to sacrifice his son but he loved god more than isaac and there was no attachment there he loved his only son yes but god he loved more and so when god called upon him to sacrifice there was nothing in his mind that would say oh this is your only son you're going to know he 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 only acknowledged the voice of god say yes father i'm going to do it when you reach there god will provide a sacrifice remember he says that when isaac asked him about the they have the wood and the fire where is the lamb and abraham said where did abraham abraham took the wood God will provide himself a lamb. That's what he said. He had faith. Abraham is the father of faith. Even though he was going, he was saying, "Oh God will provide a, a lamb for himself." So he knew in his mind, even though he loved his son, that you know, God will provide. And God did because he saw the heart of Abraham. So when we are here following Christ we cannot be attached to our husbands we cannot be attached to our wives or children because there's going to come a time when if separation comes and you have to follow the Lord 
you will allow that that attachment to draw you back from the Lord. That's why he says that you have to eat everything. For you to be his disciples, you have to eat everything, including your own life, to follow him. Because the Lord knows that the human heart is full of emotions. And when you are run by emotions, that will cause a problem in your walk with God. When he calls you to go this way, the, your heart is pulling you to your family. It's pulling you back to your husband, pulling you to your children. And so that will create a, 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 a barrier. So when you hate everything and you love God, nothing can stand in your way. He says, move, you move. You don't question just as Abraham. Abraham is the father of faith. He said, Abraham, take your son and go and sacrifice him on, on Mount Moriah. And Abraham said, yes, Lord. I'm and he went. He did not question. Nothing was going through his mind. When his son saw that they had everything except a lamb to sacrifice, right? They had everything except the thing the, the the lamb to sacrifice he said father where is that he said god will provide himself but they were going and when he went there he saw nothing he did not see anything where god has placed there he saw his son because that's what the voice of god said go and sacrifice your son he tied him up and they built an altar and he tied him up and he was ready to sacrifice his son because that's what god told him and an angel cried out to Abraham and said, hey, Abraham, <laughs> right? We need, we need to be like Abraham, saints of God. He's the father of faith. Remember, he was an old man of age. And God says, take up your belongings and leave. And he packed up his wife and everything and they left. And when they went to a land, but God see that he was obedient and he loved him. And the angel of the Lord called unto him out of heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, here I am. And he said, lay not thine hand upon the lad, neither do thou any thing unto him. For now I know that thou fearest God, seeing thou hast not withheld thy son, thine only son from me. So when we have children, we have to give them back to God. That's what we should do, right? That's what, um, I don't remember Rebecca. I, I don't remember the name of the lady who, 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 when she, she, she asked the Lord for a son and she said, Lord, if you bless me with a son, I'll give him back to you. And that's what we should do because God blessed Abraham with Isaac and he was he gave him back to the Lord he was willing right so they were both brought back from the dead Isaac figuratively because by faith Abraham knew that God would provide himself a lamb and so when when they look and Abraham lifted up his eyes and look and behold behind him a ram caught in a thicket by his horns and Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering instead of his son. So God saw that even though Abraham was going to do it, he knew what plan he had. And so Abraham, by faith, had faith that God would not cause him to, to, to sacrifice his son. But if he did, it wouldn't have been a problem. But God provided the ram so that it could be sacrificed. And Jesus rose from the dead three days. Right? 
he rose glory to his name he rose and because he rose from the dead you know he now has keys for death and hell and he will he will he will raise us up on the last day glory just as how he rose from the dead he will raise up those who love him who have died and he will raise us up you know our mighty messiah <laughs> you know our praise glory and honor belongs to him is worthy to be praised right now today this message is for you those of you who are lacking in your faith who are lacking in your walk be like abraham be 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 like abraham allow your faith to be stronger than the will of your heart right your your faith needs to be so strong that when your heart cries because your heart is filled with deception it's wicked so when your heart cries out the faith that you have it will drown out all the sound. If God says move, you move. You don't question anything. You don't worry about anything. That's what we need to do. And because of that sacrifice, God has blessed Abraham so much. Right? So when we are obedient and faithful to God and have faith in him, God the Almighty, he will bless us in all our ways. May this message bless your heart. Open your eyes and, your, and awaken your spirit in Jesus' name. Amen.